0: Let me say this about fasting. I want to leave some caveats. Number 1. This is just a caveat. I want to leave some here. Caveats here. Because we have been talking about fasting. Number 1, fasting doesn't justify us before God. I'm leaving some caveats here, okay? Fasting doesn't what? Justify us before God. Luke 18:9 to 14. Also, he spoke that, Jesus, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves. Because when we're teaching like this, you have to watch out and don't let the flesh, every truth that God brings, the flesh wants to attach itself to it. Do you understand? Also, he spoke, so that means when I'm fasting, I'm not putting my trust in the fast. It's a very thin line. You can easily cross it. You can easily cross it. We are not preaching works here. This is why some people in the New Testament don't want to fast. It's not works. You must understand. Praise the Lord. He also spoke this parable to them, to, to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. And that translation says to himself. He was praying to himself. Not to God. He said, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. Verse 12, I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector standing afar off will not so much as raise his eyes to heaven but beast is breast, saying, God be merciful to me, as a, um, to me, a sinner. God said, It's not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but it's of the Lord who shows mercy. Amen. Verse 14 Jesus said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the others. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Amen. Who went home justified? That other one, not the one that said, I so fasting does not what justify you before God. Number two, fasting isn't to change God's will. You know, when um, Daniel found out from the books that 70 years were accomplished, because God, God said through Jeremiah, After 70 years, I'm going to visit you, I'm going to come back. When he found out that 70 years are accomplished, he set himself to fast. Can someone say, Amen? So, fasting is when you know the will of God, not to change the will of God. The story I'm going to read to you is about David. You know David, that child that he had with Bathsheba? While Bathsheba was still married to Uriah. Because I want to read this very carefully because I don't want religious devils to jump on you. Because the question will now be, how do I now know the will of God? You don't want to face a situation and say, well, maybe it's God's will for this child to die. There was a reason why that child had to die. Amen? Because that was a child that David had while this woman was legally married to another man. Are you following what I'm saying? Let's read that place in 2 Samuel 12, 13 to 18. Amen? So David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. Verse 14. However... Because by this deed, you have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. The child also who is born to you shall surely, what, die. You must understand the purpose. Is that when God said, Jacob, I've loved, Esau, I've hated. You must understand that the devil will not take you on a a trip, on a religious trip. I say, you know, this one, God is not the will of God. You know what I mean? For this child to live. No, 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 there was a reason. Imagine that child growing up under this circumstance in Israel. He said, however, because by this deed you have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also who is born to you shall surely die. Verse 15, then Nathan departed to his house. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David and it became ill. Verse 16, David therefore pleaded with God for the child, and David fasted. Can someone say David fasted? And went in and lay all night on the ground. Verse 17, so the elders of the house arose and went to him to raise him up from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. Then on the seventh day it came to pass that the child died. Verse 22, you know, and then they were like, how? We, they were now whispering among themselves, how are we going to tell him? This girl, this guy, the king did not eat when the child was alive and sick. Well, how will he not handle it to hear that the child was dead? Anyway, when they now told him, what did he do? He ate. Verse 22, and he said, so they were surprised. Verse 22, and he said, while the child was alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who can tell whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child may leave? David, we already told that you have, your sins are forgiven. As long as he repented, they said, your sin is forgiven. But this child cannot live under these circumstances. Can somebody say amen? Because you are going to cause the nations to blaspheme the name of God. Verse 23, but now he's dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. And we know the story. You know, um, Bathsheba had another baby. And the Bible says that God loves Solomon so much. Can someone say Amen. So fasting is not to change the will of God. The same way we don't use prayer to change the will of God. When we talk about turning the battle at the gates, God is not your enemy. Can someone say amen? God is not the one who put that sickness and disease on you. Jesus already bore your sicknesses and your diseases. You know the will of God. Can somebody say amen? Then number three, fasting doesn't take the place of faith. Faith does not come by Fasting. How does faith come? By hearing the word. Fasting is a faith booster. That is, if you are fasting but you are not in faith, it's not going to work. Fasting does not take the place of faith. It does not replace faith. Rather, fasting boosts your faith. You find something in the word of God that this is the will of God for you. And you are believing God. And you decided to to couple your prayer, your faith with fasting. Can somebody say amen? Amen. To boost your faith. So fasting doesn't take the place of faith. Because you see a lot of people, they just fast, fast. You know the apostle says something. They said we give ourselves to what? Prayer and the ministry of the world. If you're always on prayer and prayer. Have you seen people like that? They always pray, 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 pray. And they don't study the world. You know what's going to happen to them? Religious devils. We attach themselves to them. Before they know it, they will start moving away from the Word and start living by the traditions of men. Are you following what I'm saying? You must always be in the Word. So you remind yourself of what the Word says, amen, what God has done for you, what is yours in Christ, so you are not trying to fast to get it. Can somebody say, amen, Christ already got it for you. I told you I've been reading the book of Hebrews. It's so refreshing, amen, to just know what has already been provided for you by the new covenant. What is already yours. Can somebody say amen? You are not fasting to get it. It is yours. Hallelujah. So fasting doesn't take the place of faith. If you want to develop robust faith, you must be in the world. Can somebody say amen? Fasting is an aid. Fasting aids you. It intensifies. It boosts. When you are fasting, for instance, you don't have to worry about going to be making food. Are you following what I'm saying? You can have enough time to focus. Praise the Lord. Because some of you, even on the day you fast, we are still going to read Isaiah 58 next week, on Wednesday, or so this week. On the day you fast, you start from morning preparing what you will eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you are supposed to be fasting. And all you've done is to prepare what to eat. You're fasting. God said it in Isaiah 58. Is that how to fast and to be heard? In the day you fast, they see you everywhere. Can somebody say amen? You are fasting. You are in the shop. You are fighting with people, arguing with people. Isaiah 58 says you fast to debate. You fast to argue. And somebody say amen. And then when it's six o'clock. I want to break <laughs> with three full food. <laughs> Look. Number four, is it? Yes. Fasting goes with prayer. You don't fast without praying. Because in the first place, there's a reason why you proclaim the fast. So you're praying. So whenever you are fasting, make sure you set apart time to pray also. You can see other example in second chronicles 20 when he, Jehoshaphat he set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim the fast. They came from all cities of Judah, they came to seek God and you can see that they lifted up their voice they were praying. Can somebody say amen? In Acts 13:3 that we read from then having fasted and prayed in Acts 14:23 Paul and Barnabas the Bible says and prayed with fasting In Ezra, so we fasted. Ezra 8, 23, so we fasted and entreated our God for this, and he answered our prayers. You see that with Daniel? You see that with Nehemiah? They were fasting and they were praying. So fasting goes with what? Prayer. Fasting intensifies your prayer. So you are praying because you know why you declare this fast. And fasting doesn't take the place of faith. You're believing God. And you're like, this mountain shall move. This mountain, you shall be removed in Jesus' name. You have to go. This symptom, you must disappear. You know, Paul was saying, he said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? principalities and powers. Rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, this one doesn't go except by prayer and fasting. So maybe you have been having some, you know, um, spiritual warfare. Couple it with fasting. Can somebody say amen? Amen. God Paul said that we're wrestling against principles and powers. Our warfare. We have warfare. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. Hallelujah. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pull down strongholds. Maybe you have a family member who you want to be saved and you know what the word of God says. The Bible says in Isaiah 49, the prayer of the captive shall be retrieved. The prayer of the mighty shall be retrieved. You enter into the strong hearts of the strong man. You bind him. You spoil his goods. You break his power over that person in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Then number five, very quickly. Fasting shouldn't be merely an external physical exercise. In Joel chapter 2, 12 to 13. Now therefore says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping, with weeping and with mourning. Surrend your hearts and not your Garments, because the Jews, you know, they tear their clothes. Yes, they do that. But God said it should not be merely outward. Show. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah 58 verse 5, is it a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a rush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? You know, they were saying, God, why are we fast you don't see? And God was telling them. You humble yourself, New Living Transition says, going through the motions of penance, <laughs> bowing your head like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover your heads with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? In Matthew 6, 16 to 18, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I said to you, they have their reward. But when you fast, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. But to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The last one is this, because I wanted to land on this and we close today. Because when we come on Wednesday by God's grace, I want to talk about the personal benefits of fasting. The last one is this, on this caveat. Number six, fasting is not a panacea. You know, because we talked about bringing the big guns. You want to now see it as, you know, a cure-all. Can someone say, man, whatever is going on, what do you do? Just fast. No, that's a religious spirit. Amen. Like would I do this. There's nothing wrong if you know what you're doing. I don't know what it is, but you know. Or that thing of let's do a one-minute silence. If you go somewhere where we are doing it, please join them. Don't make noise. I they are doing one-minute silence. But I'm not going to do that for my mother. Let's do one-minute silence because I don't know what it means. Religion is doing something without knowing what it means. That's the definition of religion. Because it lacks power. Let's do one-minute silence. But if I went somewhere and they are doing it, I will join them. Is that not true? Because you don't want to be obnoxious. Well, I'm not going to do one-minute silence because I don't know what it means. Maybe I'll go and study the history of one minute silence. Then I can do it. Because for me, anything I do, I want to make sure I know what I'm doing. Amen. But when you're in Rome, don't just stick out like a sore thumb. Can somebody say amen? In case they come here and say, ah, when her mother died, they didn't do one minute. I don't do one minute. I don't know it. Okay. Let me go back to what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is this. You don't say anything that happens, let's just fast. It's religion. The like children of Israel faced the battle with the Philistines, brought the ark of the Lord. God saw to that they were thoroughly beaten. Thoroughly beaten. What do you mean by bringing the ark of the Lord? What do you mean? Thoroughly beaten, God allowed the ark to be taken away by the Philistines. But when the ark now got to them, God started showing them that I'm still so God. Can somebody say amen? So fasting is on the panacea. Can somebody say amen? It is not. Isaiah 58 verse 3. Why have we fasted? They say... And you have not seen, why have we afflicted our souls and you, take note, and you take no notice? The New Living Transition says, we have fasted before you, they say. Why are you impressed? Why are you not impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it. God said, I will tell you why. I will tell you why I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. Verse 4. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? Amen. The day you are fasting, that is the day you are quarreling with your spouse. Oh, they provoked me. You know what you do? Ask God to forgive you. Don't break your fast. Ask God to forgive you and continue. Listen, I like this. This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. What's good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? So what does that tell me? When I'm fasting, I should rent my heart and all my garment. Is there anybody you need to forgive, forgive them. Can someone say amen? Fasting is not a religious thing. God doesn't look at the external. He looks at our heart. It's not a religious thing. And some of you say, God, I'm going to suspend the fight. You know, you know people are very smart. I've seen that thing. You know, so the day they are fasting, they are going like this gently. They are saving all the, they have a book. Writing everything. So after the day of their fast, they call yes! You! Yesterday, it was because I was fasting. Today, today, have your time. Look, you should live a fasted life. Is that that okay? See, I wrote everything down. 1 Corinthians 13 says, love does not keep record of evil. So even that day that you are writing it, you have broken everything. Do you understand? My God. How can I even run from the presence of God? Nowhere to hide. Is that okay? Have we received anything? Read back the caveat to me again. Number one, doesn't it doesn't justify you before God. It doesn't justify you before God. Amen. It's justified by the blood of Jesus. Can someone say amen? Not just, fasting doesn't justify you. Can somebody say amen? You know, what can worship with my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You don't fast to change the will of God. You fast to participate with God, to engage with God, to cooperate with God. Amen. You fast, and you say, "Satan, your rod shall not rest upon my lot. I cast you out of my inheritance." Because upon man's hand there shall be deliverance, there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Satan, your rod shall not rest upon my lot. Children are the inheritance of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is reward. I cast you out of my inheritance. I drive you out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. So fasting is to cooperate with God's will. Is not to change the will of God. Fasting is not, you know, like God told Jonah, go to Nineveh and you now run off. Go in the opposite direction and say, let me fast. If God will change his mind. It's not to change the mind of God. Number three. Fasting does not take the place of faith. Fasting faith does not come by fasting. Fasting faith comes by hearing the word. And the word of god don't say if i fast and fast and fast and fast and fast i told you the story of one of my um she used to be we used to be in school together i heard about her she was they were going to do deliverance for her i don't know what happened to her anyway because she wasn't born again when i knew her anyway deliverance and then they said you know because she was eating in the night can somebody say man, in her dream you know not that you're eating your dream because you're hungry but then we anyway, let's leave that alone So they now told her to fast for, is it three weeks or two weeks? And the very last day of the fast, and they came to do deliverance for her. Guess what happened? She slept and ate again in her dream. So what would you do? If you were her, what would you do? You start fasting again. That's where fasting doesn't, you know, it doesn't take the place of faith. If she had faith in her heart, she would not even go on that fruitless journey to start with. Fasting to, to stop eating in your dream. Jesus said, I gave you authority. Amen. Amen. And to show how fruitless. And those demons must have been laughing. Can you get what I'm saying? Those demons, they now came back. After three weeks. Huh? But well, if she had the word in her, probably she'd not, she'd not even have to fasted. And if she had the word in her, after the fasting and the demons showed up, she would have stood up and said, you know what? Jesus disarmed principality and powers. He made a public show of them. He destroyed Satan who had the power of death. He came that might destroy the works of the devil. And he's giving me authority. He said, This hands will follow those who believe. He said, In my name, they will cast out devils. So that is why fasting cannot take the place of faith. If you don't have faith in your heart, fast from now till the kingdom come. The devil will be waiting for you. And the day you break your fast, he will say, um, I'm here. Okay, what's the fourth one? <laughs> Fasting goes with prayer, so when you are fasting, make sure you pray. Amen. You proclaim a fast. You have a reason for that fast. Then the next one. Ah, uh-huh. it's not merely an external thing. Amen. Looking pious and all of that, drawing attention to yourself unnecessarily. Amen. Then the last one. It's not a panacea. Cancel. Have you received anything? How many people are going to? Don't put up your hand, okay? But you are going to be fasting. Father we worship you I'm sure you have been blessed we'd like to hear from you now you want more of this recording you can write to us and if you want to get more information about Found on Wisdom Ministries please check us at our website www.fowm.org God bless you